Welcome to Money Concepts Radio, a financial series brought to you by KDCR and Money Concepts, the planning firm in Sioux Center. The following is not to be construed as tax or legal advice. Welcome back to Money Concepts Radio. I'm your host, Tom DeYoung, financial planner and president of Money Concepts, the planning firm in Sioux Center. And today is part four of our series on saving for college. Last time we introduced you to 529 plans, and today we continue our conversation on those accounts. While the last session focused on the flexibility of 529 plans and the recent legislation that expanded their potential use, today we focus on potential drawbacks or cautions when using 529 plans. Caution number one, even though you have until April 30th of the following year to make a contribution for the previous tax year, withdrawals from a 529 plan, again, must come out in the calendar year the qualifying expenses are paid. However, you may use 529 plans to reimburse yourself for expenses paid earlier that calendar year. If, for example, you open a 529 plan in August, you may contribute to the plan and then withdraw an amount equal to expenses that you had already paid in January of that year. Caution number two, you have to name a specific beneficiary for each account. If that beneficiary doesn't use all the funds, either due to scholarships and grants, or maybe they don't go to college, or they attend a cheaper college, for whatever reason, then you need to find a new beneficiary for those funds. Which leads us to caution number three, if you withdraw 529 funds for non-education uses, then you'll pay income taxes and a 10% withdrawal penalty on the earnings that are withdrawn. And states that offer a state income tax deduction, such as Iowa, will also reclaim the deduction you were previously given. Caution number four, 529 plans often have limited investment options. Caution number five, 529 plans are included as a parental asset, assuming the parent is the owner of the account, for federal financial aid purposes, which means 5.6% of the balance counts toward the EFC, or expected family contribution. The higher your EFC, the less aid you'll be eligible for. Withdrawals from parent-owned accounts are not included as student income for federal financial aid purposes, while withdrawals for grandparent-owned accounts are not included as an asset, but are included as student income. Caution number six, make sure you coordinate 529 plans with your eligibility for the American Opportunity Credit and the Lifetime Learning Credit. Typically, these credits are much more valuable than any state income tax deduction, and there are rules against double dipping or claiming a credit and using 529 plan funds for tax-free withdrawals for college expenses. So be sure to discuss with your tax preparer how to sidestep this potential pitfall. For more information about your state's plan, call your state treasurer or search online. Iowa's plan can be found at collegesavingsiowa.com. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for part five of our series on saving for college here on Money Concepts Radio. This has been Money Concepts Radio, a financial series brought to you by KDCR and Money Concepts, the planning firm in Sioux Center. You can reach Money Concepts at 712-722-0278 or find us online at www.theplanningfirm.com. 
All securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC.